Blog Talk Radio.
my mind Feeling like committing a crime Get a lot for that I won't snitch, I ain't dropping a dime I'm a self-made hustler, top of the line I'm
would like to welcome you to another episode of the Foundation. You're on High Frequency Radio Network. This is the Foundation. We are High Frequency. I am your host, So L, and it is my supreme and excellent presence. Excuse me, pleasure to bring you another episode of the Foundation where we understand incorrect information incorrectly applied can get you hurt. Correct information incorrectly applied can get you hurt. We always look at you correctly apply that correct information. Coming live and direct from High Frequency Radio Network Studios. I would like to start off by saying all thanks, honors, and praises due to the creator and ancestors. I would also like to say, as always, I want to say peace, big up, shout out, salute to my big brother, Yusuf L, High Frequency Radio Network creator, extraordinaire, he's the man. I mean, you can hate if you want, but you talking about Yusuf L, fam. I would like to welcome you to, welcome to thefoundation.com. Make sure you check it out. Sign up for your email list. Go ahead and do that. It's the first thing you want to do. You want to check out the PDF section. Get your free learn on. Download the stuff. Just grab it and go. Grab and go. Make sure you check out the education tab. We got the passport, no social, part one, part two. Chris L. did a phenomenal job on not only the procedure and how to obtain the passport no social but as well as how to use and utilize the passport no social check that out you can also check out the foundation trust primers over 18 documents hand selected by me if you've never heard of trust you're brand new to trust you're just getting into the trust and you want to know where to start i would suggest you start there you can find that in the education tab as well as the foundation trust series Part one and part two is available at welcome to the foundation.com in the education tab. It's just that part three is available. It's just not on the site yet. So if you're interested in the foundation trust series, part three, because you've already grabbed part one and part two, email me admin at welcome to the foundation.com until we get the website updated that's you know just that's how we're gonna have to do it but with that being said also you can find the instagram the facebook page the twitter at welcome to the foundation.com you can also book a consultation you can make a donation same spot one more time welcome to the foundation.com i want to say peace to all of the listeners per usual all the archive listeners all the podcast listeners, MP3 listeners, sending out sound bites and sound files. Peace to you. I want to say peace to all the live listeners, live streamers, live callers, internet live listeners. Definitely. also want to say peace to the trustees and private trustee training here at the foundation, as well as all those investing in their private education. And last but not least, peace to anyone that we've done business with in the private, as well as anyone who sent an email, well wishes, or current event, or otherwise added to the foundation. 
Definitely want to say peace to you. Some of y'all know the intro by heart. You know what I'm saying? I don't. I'm ashamed to admit that. But I want to welcome you. We got a great show lined up for you. The Great Reset International Monetary Fund calls for economic reset. This is big. This is huge. We're going to get into this. and We're going to talk about the implications. We're going to talk about where it's coming from. We're going to talk about... We're going to discuss a lot. And, you know, hopefully you leave with a little bit more education than you had before you came. But, you know, either way, we're looking to have a great discussion today. But first, a word from our sponsors. I'm just playing. You thought we had sponsors? <laughs> I was just drinking some water. Coffee, actually. Coffee water. I'm just playing. I'm in a good mood tonight to trust you are as well. And we are off. I was this? Episode number two, we can just get started. You know, no more long intros. We heard you. I heard you. No more long music-filled intros. We're going to get to it quick. So I, I trust that you're enjoying that new policy with regards to the foundation. Let's jump into this. You know, we're going to jump into these current events, baby. First and foremost, CNBC. CNBC.com, European stocks close lower. As U.S. stimulus talks continue, it's effective worldwide, man. European stocks closed lower today, which is the pan-European stock 600. Traders in Europe are tracking the latest political developments stateside. White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows said that House Speaker Nancy Pelosi and Treasury Secretary Steven Mnuchin had made, quote, good progress, end quote, during talks before, adding that they will, quote, still have a ways to go, end quote, before an agreement is reached. A lot of, it's a lot of words. The pair are due to talk again. And Meadows said he hopes to see, quote, some kind of agreement before the weekend, end quote. Mnuchin and Pelosi's conversation Tuesday continued a last-ditch attempt to hash out an agreement before the November 3rd election. That's European stocks. Not looking good. Nope. It's not. Exxon. Reuters.com. Exxon Mobil. Quote, very close. I'm very close. <laughs> Quote, very close. End quote. To disclosing U.S. and Canada job cuts. CEO says. This will be completing its workforce appraisals. The United States and Canada expects to unveil job cuts. Exxon's chief executive told employees in an email today, the second largest U.S. oil company by market value lost nearly $1.7 billion in the first six months of its expected, I'm sorry, and it's expected to post another loss. One third quarter results are released on October 30th. The job cuts are part of a plan unveiled this spring to redesign how Exxon works and to increase competitiveness. CEO Darren Wood said in an email to its nearly 75,000 person workforce. Woods told employees that, quote, we are very close, end quote, to completing the jobs review and that they could expect details soon after the company's board of directors is briefed. Quote, I wish I could say we were finished, but we are not. We still have some significant headwinds. More work to do, and unfortunately, further reductions are necessary, end quote. 
This is an email. It's crazy. It's, you know, hey, it's, it's, it's continuing. Wall Street Journal stocks decline as stimulus talks continue. Investors also parsing quarterly earnings reports. Tesla among those reporting later today. U.S. stocks closed lower today as negotiations over a stimulus bill continued. The S&P 500, which traded in a narrow range throughout the session, closed down 7.6 points or two-tenths of a percent. These stimulus talks, there's rattling markets. Reuters.com, S&P ends choppy session lower as U.S. stimulus talks drag on. Wall Street's three major averages closed lower on um, volatile trading session as investors worried whether difficult negotiations in Washington would produce a deal for a fresh U.S. stimulus package. White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows said that while there are a number of differences between the White House and congressional Democrats, Republican presidential, I'm sorry, President Donald Trump was, quote, willing to lean into, end quote, working on an agreement. Very interesting. Something to check out. Pay attention. Reuters.com, U.S. economy recovering slowly, but some sectors struggling. This is a Fed survey. The U.S. economy continued to recover at a slight to modest pace through early October as consumers bought homes and increased spending. But the picture varied greatly from sector to sector, the Federal Reserve said today. The Fed's Beige Book report was decidedly more upbeat than the September version, with more districts using the words positive and optimistic to describe various aspects of their local economies. Still, the anecdotal report of business conditions across Fed districts painted a picture of an uneven recovery from the pandemic-induced downturn. On consumer spending, for instance, the Chicago Fed reported it had increased robustly. The New York Fed said it had leveled off, and the Kansas City Fed described it as having declined modestly. Districts characterized the outlooks of contact as generally optimistic or positive, but with a considerable degree of uncertainty, the Fed said in the report, manufacturing activity increased at a moderate pace and consumer spending grew, but some districts said retail spending was beginning to level off. The Fed found that steady demand for homes boosted the residential real estate market and lifted overall loan demand, but the commercial real estate market, in contrast, continued to, quote, deteriorate, end quote. In many districts, with the exception of warehouses and industrial space. And we'll move forward. Not looking good. Reuters.com, 12 million people in Britain will struggle to pay bills, the watchdog says. So it's not just the United States. Some 12 million people in Britain are likely to struggle with bills and loan repayments as the pandemic continues to wreak economic havoc. A Financial Conduct Authority survey tracking consumer financial resilience showed last week. The survey conducted in July found 12 million people in Britain had low financial resilience and also found that one-sixth of those people had become financially vulnerable since February 
after lockdowns to control the virus slashed incomes and led to thousands of job cuts. Survey in which 7,000 people took part showed that almost a third of adults have suffered a drop in income, while income for households has fallen by a quarter on average. Sticking with the UK, Forbes.com, UK store closures reach record levels, topping 11,000 so far, a report finds. More than 11,000 stores went to the wall in the UK in the first half of 2020, with over twice as many net closures compared to the same period last year. The brutal numbers come from research by the local data company Advisory and tax services firm PwC. They're data based on analysis of more than 210,000 outlets operated by multiples from so that 11,120 chain outlets have been shuttered this year so far. The net decline, the worst in five years, was 6,001 when taking into account 5,119 shop openings. However, the fall is close to double the net closures of 3,509 seen in the first half of 2019. Yipes. MSN, in care of or in lieu of Reuters.com, Gap looks at closing stores in some European countries. San Francisco-based company, Gap is considering closing stores in some European countries as the apparel retailer looks to save cash while dealing with a sales slump brought on by the pandemic and competition from fast fashion companies. The company, which had 129 Gap brand stores in Europe at the end of July, said late on Tuesday, options are being explored include the possible closure of outlets in the United Kingdom, France, Ireland, and Italy by 2021. Uh, What we got? These chains are permanently closing the most stores in 2020. So American stores were in rough shape even before the pandemic, but the pandemic has worsened the toll on traditional retailers. So far, In 2020, more than 8,000 retail locations have gone dark for good. Here are the major retailers that are permanently closing the most stores in 2020, starting with the biggest announcements. Number one, GNC, closing up to 1,200 stores. GNC, which has been selling nutrition and diet products since 1935, is slimming down in a big way. Number two, Pier 1 Imports, excuse me. 936 stores. Pier 1 Imports decided to throw in the towel and the scented candle, the silk pillow, and the papasan chair and every other item this home furnishings retailer has been known for. The chain didn't plan to go out of business in 2020, but began the year announcing that nearly half of more of its 900 stores was shut down. The company filed for bankruptcy and was hoping to find a buyer. Quote, Unfortunately, the challenging retail environment has been significantly compounding and has been compounded by the profound impact of the pandemic, hindering our ability to secure such a buyer and requiring us to wind down, end quote. This is Pier 1 CEO Robert Reisbeck 
said in a May 19th release, the closing of all Pier 1 stores brings an end to a retailer that started in 1962 with one location selling beanbag chairs, incense, and love beads to baby boomers in San Mateo, California. Number three, stage stores. 738 stores. It's hard for regional discount department stores to hold their own against national giants Walmart, Target, and Kohl's. The latest retailer to find this out is Stage Stores, the owner of Gordman's Off-Price Stores and a bunch of other regional brands, including Beals, Goodies, and Peebles. The company filed for bankruptcy on May 10th and said it would permanently shut down all of its stores. Number four, Manza Warehouse and Joss A. Bank. Store closings in 2025. Commercials for Men's Warehouse used to end with the change. Gravel Voice founder and CEO George Zimmer vowing that if you bought one of the company's suits, quote, you're going to like the way you look. I guarantee it. End quote. But Zimmer was ousted in 2013, and guys who are now working from home because of the pandemic have decided they look just fine in polos and jeans. Suit sales have collapsed, and the owner of Men's Warehouse have filed for bankruptcy. Weeks ahead of early August bankruptcy, Tailored Brands, which also owns the Joss A. Bank, Moores, and K&G clothing chain, said it would shut down up to 500 of his roughly 1,400 stores in the United States and Canada. The goal is to become, quote, a stronger company that has the financial and operational flexibility to compete and win in a rapidly evolving retail environment, end quote. So the CEO said, number five, New York and Company, 405 stores. I'm just going to keep going. Number six, GameStop, 320 stores. Number seven, Signet Jewelers, the world's largest retailer of diamond jewelry. K Jewelers, Zales, Jared, the Gallery of Jewelry, Piercing Pagoda, J.B. Robinson Jewelers, and several other brands are all a part of the Signet family. The store started the year off very strong with Valentine's Day sales. But that was before the pandemic struck. Number eight, Steinmark. Several retailers have been done in by the pandemic following decades in business. In the case of the discount department store Steinmark, it lasted for well over a century since 1908. But the company announced in mid-August that it filed for bankruptcy and would close a significant portion, if not all, of its brick-and-mortar stores. Number nine, Bed Bath & Beyond, 260 stores. Number 10, AT&T, 250 stores. AT&T is hanging up. 250 of its retail locations, including both AT&T stores and Cricket Wireless Shops, Labor Union, the Communications Workers of America says the closings will affect 1,300 employees. Number 11, Victoria's Secret, 250 stores. With sales declining, Victoria's Secret has announced that about a quarter of its more than 1,000 stores in the U.S. and Canada will be out of business by the end of 2020. Number 12, Chico's, 250 stores. Number 13, Tuesday morning, 232 stores. Number 14, Gap, 
230 stores. The gap chain is shrinking in more ways than one. The clothing retailer is on its way to closing around half of its stores through early 2021. The company made the decision following a not-so-merry 2018 holiday season that saw gap sales decline 5%. So you can't blame that on a pandemic, can you? Number 15, JCPenney, 204 stores. JCPenney has survived since 1902, but the company's department stores are a fixture in shopping malls across America is now battling for its life against Amazon, Walmart, Target, and off-price retailers such as TJ Maxx. Penny filed for bankruptcy protection in mid-May and informed federal regulators it would permanently close 242 of the stores. Number 16, Family Video. Wow, 200 stores. Never mind Blockbuster. With its one remaining store in Bend, Oregon, Another video chain is still around, renting DVDs and Blu-rays, but closing. But the closing credits are running on many of its location. Family Videos, the largest movie and game rental chain, is closing hundreds of its stores. 300 will remain open. Number 17, The Children's Place, 200 stores. Number 18, Art Van Furniture, 200 stores. Number 19, Walgreens, 200 stores. Number 20, Destination Maternity, 183 stores. Number 21, Papyrus, 178 stores. Number 22, Forever 21, (laughs) 178 stores, the last of them. Forever 21 has been one of the giants in fast fashion business. But with young shoppers now questioning whether Forever 21's disposable clothing is good for the planet, the retailer has been forced to file for bankruptcy and shut down part of its business. Number 28, um, models or models sporting goods never heard of it 153 stores number 24 AC Moore 145 stores number 25 Macy's 125 stores Wilson's Leather a chain known for its leather belt shoes handbags gloves and especially jackets is zipping it up parent company G3 apparel group decided to close the last of Wilson's Leather stores which dwindled from more than 700 locations that operated in the U.S. and Canada in the early 2000s. G3 is shutting down its 89 GH Bass shoes and clothing stores as well. The company says it wants to focus on what it calls five global global power brands, DKNY, Donna Karen, Calvin Klein, Tommy Hilfiger, and Carl Lagerfeld. Number 27, Office Depot is closing 90 stores. Number 28, Olympia Sports is closing. 76 stores. Express, number 29, 66 stores. Sur La Table, 56 stores. Number 30, 31, Brooks Brothers, um, 51 stores. Sears, more than 130 years old, dying a slow death. The iconic chain was once the largest retailer in the country. And it played a key role in the rise of shopping malls. And the company emerged from bankruptcy in 2019, but not looking any stronger. The the months since have seen one round of store closings after another. Dozens more locations will be shutting down in February. The chain's current owner says the statement is pruning operations that have struggled due to increased competition and other factors. I mean, Bose, Kmart, 45 stores 
It'll leave once once it closes these stores, it'll leave only 182 stores. I'm sorry, 182 Sears and Kmart stores. Um, Lucky's Market, CVS is closing 22. Gordon Taylor, Hallmark, Nordstrom. The list goes on and on. Let me move forward. Uh, Reuters.com streaming service Quibi to wind down operations six months after it launched. Hmm. Streaming service Quibi said today it intends to wind down its operations and start a process to sell its assets just six months after its launch. The announcement highlights the dominance that Netflix, Amazon's Prime Video, Disney Plus, and Apple TV Plus hold over smaller streaming service providers, which struggle to keep up against their large content budgets and vast libraries of shows. Quote, the world changed dramatically since Quibi launched and our standalone business model is no longer viable. End quote. This is founder Jeffrey Katzenberg. The Los Angeles-based Quibi offers entertainment and news in episodes of 10 minutes or less on mobile phones initially promoted for on-the-go viewing. The service was priced at $5 a month with advertisements or $8 a month without them. That's why you lost. Who's going to pay $5 a month and still look at ads? Man, good riddance. But nonetheless, it's out of here. CNBC, gold jumps 1% as U.S. relief deal bets grow. Dollar retreats. Gold rose 1% to its highest in over a week today as investor, I'm sorry, investor optimism that a U.S. coronavirus aid package will be announced before the November 3rd presidential elections pressured the dollar and bolstered bullion's appeal as an inflation hedge. Ain't that something? Reuters.com, U.S. State Department approves $1.8 billion deal in potential arms sales to Taiwan. This is something to pay attention to if you're at all in the political spectrum. Speaking of politics, breaking news, CNBC, Iran is trying to meddle in U.S. election. Russia has obtained American voter info, national security officials say. Iran is taking steps to interfere in U.S. presidential election, and Russia has obtained American voter information, national security officials announced today. Tonight, quote, Iran and Russia have taken specific actions to influence public opinion related to our elections, end quote. This is the director of national intelligence, John Ratcliffe at a hastily scheduled press conference. First, we have confirmed that some voter registration information has been obtained by Iran and separately by Russia. This data can be used by foreign actors to attempt to communicate false information to registered voters that they hope will sow confusion, chaos, and undermine your confidence in American democracy. Specifically, Ratcliffe said, Iran has been sending spoof emails designed to intimidate voters, incite unrest, and damage President Donald Trump. Before the press conference, the leaders of the Senate Select Committee on Intelligence issued a joint statement about threats from adversaries to U.S. election systems and infrastructure. Acting Committee Chairman Mark Rubio and Vice Chairman Mark Warner 
said they urge every American, including members of the media, to be cautious about believing or spreading unverified sensational claims related to votes and voting. This is a big deal, you know. Um, you know, a lot of fingers, fingers, fingers. A lot of fingers are being put uh, pointed at Russia and Iran. And, you know, it's definitely something I'm paying attention to. Now, moving towards, you know, what we're talking about today with, with the Great Reset. Bankrate.com, new index for adjustable mortgages, home equity loans may change your payment. All right. This is the LIBOR. A technical change is underway in the world of adjustable rate mortgages and mortgage-backed loans. Like revolving home equity lines of credit known as HELOCs, it's worth your attention because it could cost you. For decades, the rates of many of these loans and a variety of other financial products were determined by an index called the London Interbank Overnight Rate, or the LIBOR. But that's being phased out in favor of a new index called the Secured Overnight Financing Rate, or SOFR. If you have an adjustable rate mortgage, a home equity line of credit, or a reverse mortgage, it's probably a good time to check with your servicer about which index your loan is tied to because it could affect your rate the next time you're due for an adjustment. That huge stack of documents you sign for your loan will have the index listed in there. Both LIBOR and SOFOR measure the cost of short-term borrowing, though they measure that cost differently. SOFR is based on actual market transactions, whereas LIBOR was determined by what various banks would charge each other to borrow on an overnight basis and was subject to manipulation, which, would, which has led to its demise. This is Greg McBride, Bankrate's chief financial analyst. Essentially, LIBOR came under scrutiny in the aftermath of the Great Recession because bankers had been manipulating the rate. The issue with LIBOR is it's based on submissions and not based on very many observable prices. The idea behind SOFR is it's based on observable prices in the market. So SOFR was developed to be more accurate metric that was harder for a small pool of banks to manipulate. When is the shift happening? It, it has already begun. In the United States, the transition from LIBOR to SOFR is being overseen currently, which means right now. By the Alternative Reference Rates Committee, or ARC, of the Federal Reserve Board and New York Fed. ARC recommended that most new adjustable rate mortgages reference SOFR instead of LIBOR beginning this month. Some banks started issuing SOFR loans earlier, so you may have already entered this new stage of finance if you closed on one of the affected kinds of debt recently. And this is having to do with the change from the LIBOR to the SOFR. And I think this is what informing a lot of this push up to this reset. And it's not just for mortgages, although this is a consumer-based um, news source, so that's, that's who they're talking to. Um, why central banks want to create their own digital currencies like Bitcoin. This is on the Wall Street Journal. 
Central banks around the world are weighing, introducing a new kind of money known as digital currency. China has been at the forefront of such efforts. In April, Beijing said it would expand its pilot program from, I'm sorry, for a homegrown electronic payment system, which shares some features with Bitcoin and other private cryptocurrencies to a number of large cities. And this is, this is really what I want to get into. You know, we're, we're talking about the Great Financial Reset. So if y'all aren't up, let's jump into this. The Great Reset. IMF calls for economic reset. So if you're at all in any way familiar, on June 10th, we did a show here on the foundation on High Frequency Radio Network entitled, you know, uh, Globalization 4.0 or I can't, 2.0. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm very sorry. I can't remember the exact, the exact name of the show. But it's like Globalization 2.0, The Great Reset or something like that. And this, that was referencing what the World Economic uh, Forum was talking about, the World Economic Forum. Now we got the International Monetary Fund. So on October 15th, just like six days ago, the IMF published a speech written, written by the International Monetary Fund's Washington, D.C. Managing Director, Kristalina Georgieva. It's called a new Bretton Woods moment. Now, Bretton Woods is when the Bretton Woods agreement, you know, I mean, some consider it the creature from Jekyll Island. It's when, you know, the major countries of the world got together and decided that the United States dollar would be the, 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 the world reserve currency. And that banks and, 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 Countries' currencies would not be backed by gold. Their currencies would be backed by the United States dollar, and the, and the United States dollar will be backed by gold. And then uh, in 1970, I don't know, one or whatever exactly, when Truman, Truman closed the gold window for good. And ever since then, the entire world economy has been faced, been running off a of fiat monetary or fiat currency system. So we're talking about the 70s. Here we are in the 2020s, and that's 50 years. All right. So people can say, oh, the dollar has been in existence for, look, the, the fiat dollar hasn't really been popping since the 70s. Let's just be honest, and we can get into that, but I digress. Excuse me. So it's a new Bretton Woods moment is being called, called for. Um, so there's a guy that I follow. He's a, um, he's a macro strategist. When it comes to economics, his name is uh, Raul Paul. He he said that um, this announcement alludes to a huge change come to the global financial system. I feel like this is the reset that I was ta- been talking about for years. Um, quote: If you don't think the central bank digital currencies are coming, you are missing a big and important picture. This is going to be the biggest overhaul of the global financial system since Bretton Woods. This International Monetary Fund article alludes to a huge change coming, but lacks real clarity outside of allowing much more fiscal stimulus via monetary mechanisms. And tomorrow, the International Monetary Fund holds a conference on digital currencies and cross-border payment systems. So, it's a very vague article. I'm just going to read the whole thing. It's not even that long. Um, 
It's called A New Bretton Woods Moment by Kristalina Georgieva, International Monetary Fund Managing Director, Washington, D.C. You can check this out, IMF.org, A New Bretton Woods Moment. I'm serious. I'm not making any of this up. This stuff is crazy, though. I first want to thank Dr. Ernest Quamina Addison for his excellent remarks and contributions as chairman of the International Monetary Fund's Board of Governors. Reflecting on the dramatic change in the world over the last year, I paid a visit to Bretton Woods, New Hampshire, where 44 men signed our Articles of Agreement in 1944. Our founders faced two massive tasks. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. By, by the way, and Bretton Woods is when they created the International Monetary Fund and uh, I think another organization. I can't remember. Um, our founders faced two massive tasks to deal with the immediate devastation caused by the war and to lay out the foundation for a more peaceful and prosperous post-war world. At the conclusion of the conference, John Maynard Keynes captured the significance of international cooperation as hope for the world. Quote, if we can continue, the brotherhood of man will have become more than a phrase, end quote, he said. Brotherhood of man. As we look forward to welcoming Andorra as our 190th member, the work of the International Monetary Fund is testament to the values of cooperation and solidarity on which a sisterhood and brotherhood of humanity is built. Today we face a new Bretton Woods moment a pandemic that has already caused more than a million lives, an economic calamity that will make the world economy 4.4% smaller this year and strip an estimated $11 trillion of output by next year. An untold human desperation in the face of huge disruption and rising poverty for the first time in decades. Once again, we face two massive tasks. A fight, I'm sorry, to fight the crisis today and build a better tomorrow. We know what action must be taken right now. A durable economic recovery is only possible if we beat the pandemic. Health measures must remain a priority. I urge you to support production and distribution of effective therapies and vaccines to ensure that all countries have access. I also urge you to continue support for workers and businesses until a durable exit from health crisis can be found. We have seen global fiscal actions of $12 trillion. Major central banks have expanded balance sheets by $7.5 trillion. These synchronized measures have prevented the destructive macrofinancial feedback we saw in previous crises. But almost all countries are still hurting, especially emerging market and developing economies. And while the global banking system entered the crisis with high capital and liquidity buffers, there is a weak tail of banks in many emerging markets. We must take measures to prevent the buildup of financial risks over the medium term. We face what I have called a long ascent for the global economy. A climb that will be difficult, uneven, uncertain, and prone to setbacks. But it is a climb up. And we will have a chance to address some persistent problems. Low productivity, slow growth, high inequalities, a looming climate crisis. We can do better than build back 
the pre-pandemic world, we can build forward to a world that is more resilient, sustainable, and inclusive. We must seize this new Bretton Woods moment. How? I see three imperatives. First, the right economic policies. Here we go. What was true at Bretton Woods remains true today. Prudent macroeconomic policies and strong institutions are critical for growth, jobs, and improved living standards. One size does not fit all. Policies must be tailored to individual country needs. Support remains essential for some time. Withdrawing it too early risks grave and unwarranted economic harm. So in this reference, I believe support is fiscal economic, I'm sorry, economic stimulus support. The stage of the crisis will determine the appropriate shape of the support. Generally broader early on and more targeted as countries begin to recover. Strong medium-term frameworks for monetary, fiscal, and financial policies, as well as reforms to boost trade, competitiveness, and productivity can help create confidence for policy action now while building much-needed resilience for the future. That includes keeping a careful watch on risks presented by elevated public debt. Here we go. Elevated public debt. We expect 2021 debt levels to go up significantly to around 125% of gross domestic product in advanced economies 65 in advanced economies including the United States 65% gross domestic product in emerging economies and 50% gross domestic product in low income countries the fund is providing debt relief to its poorest members and with the World Bank, uh-oh, we support extension by the G20 of debt service suspension initiative. Beyond this, where debt is unsustainable, it should be restructured without delay. We should move towards greater debt transparency and enhance creditor coordination. I'm encouraged by G20 discussions on a common framework for sovereign debt resolution as well as on our call for improving the architecture for sovereign debt resolution, including private sector participation what we are there for our member countries supporting their policies and policies must be for people my second imperative to reap the full benefits of sound economic policy we must invest more in people that means protecting the vulnerable it also means boosting human and physical capital to underpin growth and resilience boosting human and physical capital Human resources, human labor. COVID-19 has underscored the importance of strong health systems. Rising inequality and rapid technological change demand strong education and training systems to increase opportunity and reduce disparities. Accelerating gender inequality can be a global game changer. For the most part, unequal countries closing the gender gap could increase GDP by an average of 35%. And investing in our young people is investing in our future they need access to health and education and also access to the internet because that gives them access to the digital economy so critical for growth and development in the future expanding internet access in sub-saharan africa africa by 10 percent of the population could increase real per capita gdp growth by as much as a four percentage points digitization or 
digitalization also helps with financial inclusion as a powerful tool to help overcome poverty. And this is what they're doing. They're trying to expand internet access all over the world and then put devices in your hand that hold those crypto, these, these, these Fed coins, man. Just as the pandemic has shown that we can no longer ignore health precautions, we can no longer afford to ignore climate change. My third imperative, we focus on climate change because it is macro critical, posing profound threats to growth and prosperity. It is also people critical and planet critical. In the last decade, direct damage from climate-related disasters adds up to around $1.3 trillion. If we don't like this health crisis, we will not like the climate crisis one iota. I mean, look, you, you, you're quantifying a health crisis in economic terms. But I guess you're the International Monetary Fund. Our research shows that with the right mix of green investment and higher carbon prices, higher carbon prices, about to do this carbon tax. Pay attention. We can steer towards zero emissions by 2050 and help create millions of new jobs. We have a historic opportunity to build a greener world, also a more prosperous and job-rich one. With low interest rates, the right investments today can yield a quadruple dividend tomorrow, avert future losses, spur economic gains, save lives, and deliver social and environmental benefits for everyone. The IMF's role, and then we're out of here. Look, we'll get to talking. At the fund, we are working tirelessly to support a durable recovery and a resilient future as countries adapt to structural transformations brought on by climate change, digital acceleration, and the rise of the knowledge economy. You hear what I'm saying? The rise of the knowledge economy. Since the pandemic began, we have committed over $100 billion, and we still have substantial resources from our $1 trillion in lending capacity. We will continue to pay special attention to the urgent needs of emerging markets and low-income countries, especially small and fragile states, helping them to pay doctors and nurses and protect the most vulnerable people and parts of their economies. So basically, they're going to be giving loans to you know up-and-coming countries and low-income countries, just in the same way that you know credit card companies try to give credit cards to uh, uh, college students. You know you're about to be getting that bread. Let's get that. And hopefully you're not very well versed in economics. Our unprecedented action was only possible thanks to our members' generous support, the doubling of the new arrangements to borrow, and a new round of bilateral borrowing arrangements preserves the financial firepower. Members have also stepped up with essential contributions to our catastrophe containment and relief and poverty reduction and growth trusts. This has allowed us to support our low-income members with debt relief and to triple our concessional lending. We are engaging with members to further boost our concessional lending capacity, adapt our lending toolkit, and increase support for capacity for development. IMF staff working day and night have been magnificent in this crisis. My sincere thanks to them and my management team. My deep appreciation also to our executive directors. They have been there every step of the way over the past six months. Conclusion, seize the moment. The best memorial we can build to those who have lost their lives in this crisis. In the words of Keynes, that bigger thing, building a more sustainable and equitable world. Our founders did it. It is now our turn. This is our moment. 
Notice how there's a lot of there's a lot of there's a lot of there's a lot of um, there's a lot of psychological language using this, and we want to you know bring in this this new Bretton Woods moment from the International Monetary Fund due to the crisis and you know to health and healthcare and you know climate change. I suggest you keep critical thinking. These fools knew that climate change was coming. They didn't do anything. They even changed it. They changed it from global warming to climate change. The Bretton Woods system was a huge change in the world's economic system. The agreement in 1944 established centralized monetary management rules between Australia, Japan, the United States, Canada, and a number of Western European countries. Basically, the world's economy was in shambles after World War II, so 730 delegates from 44 allied nations gathered in New Hampshire in a hotel called Bretton Woods. The group was led by the British representative John Maynard Keynes and the U.S. Treasury Department official Harry Dexter White. Many historians historians believe the closed-door Bretton Woods meeting centralized the entire world's financial system. On the meeting's final day, Bretton Woods delegates codified a code of rules for the world's financial system and invoked the World Bank Group. They created the World Bank Group and the International Monetary Fund. Essentially, because the United States controlled more than two-thirds of the world's gold, the system would rely on gold and the U.S. dollar. However, Richard Nixon shocked the world when he removed the gold part out of the Bretton Woods Pact in August 1971. It was Nixon, not Truman. My bad. As soon as the Bretton Woods system was up and running, a number of people criticized the plan and said the Bretton Woods meeting and subsequent creations bolstered world inflation. When the International Monetary Fund and World Bank Group started, a leading editorialist in the New York Times abruptly had to leave their position for writing about the Bretton Woods system's horrible and negative effects on the global economy. A number of people believe that the International Monetary Fund is alluding to a new Bretton Woods means the powers that be will introduce a great reset if they have not already done so during the pandemic. Quote, it's the change of the economic system of today to one, which 1% of the elite will control 100%. An individual will only be part of the larger the International Monetary Fund is calling for help Leads me to believe that the current fiat system Is going to be crashing down very soon This may or may not be And more likely could be The Great Reset Two major problems in the world's financial system Exist right now Let me just, let me just pop in here Let me just jump in this Number one the demise of the U.S. dollar as the world's reserve currency. Because of the stimulus, there's more and more dollars in the system, which reduces the value of each said dollar. Um, and the ridiculous amount of uh, trillions of dollars of debt that the United States government is into, there is a lot and has been a lot of talk for years regarding the United States dollar being the world, world's reserve currency. And then number two, the almost uncontrollable growth in debts and central banks balance sheets. So it's not just 
the Federal Reserve. It's all central banks within the international banking system. The UN, United Nations, has been calling for the development of a new world reserve system since like 1991. I personally have seen this coming for a long time. We also have the implementation of the Fed coin. This is coming whether you like it or not. This is happening whether you're prepared or not. And there's nothing that you can do to stop this. I think um, one of the biggest things when it comes to this this new Bretton Woods has to do with the um, the arrival the arrival of the only real rival to the World Bank, which was created at the same time that the International Monetary Fund was created, is the Asian Investment and Infrastructure Bank, or it might be the Asian Infrastructure and Investment Bank. This, this, this is, in my opinion, a large rival to the World Bank. So, you know, something needs to be done. And I think, you know, that bank in China, creating that bank, forced their hand. Um, I, there's a lot of stuff coming because of a lot of debts could be going to become due corporate debt, sovereign debt, the trans, the switch from um, the LIBOR to SOFR. We got the International Monetary Fund calling for an economic reset, a new Bretton Woods. We got um, the worldwide bank balance balance sheets are off the charts. We have so much stuff going on and now there's a report of Russia and Iran hacking elections and stuff in the United States so what does this mean what does this mean so let's get into what this what this means because y'all know that I'll, I'll be talking and speaking on this stuff just to get people spooked that's, that's not my steez what's going on is I want to point this out to you So that you can understand what to do. And what am I saying to do? What I'm saying to do is, as I've always been saying to do, is it's time to set up your private estate. Now. Period. How is, how is this going to affect you personally? Um, if you have an individual account... And you have money going into that individual account. That individual account, especially if it's one of the FedCoin accounts, is going to be is going to be subject to all types of policies with regards to the Internal Revenue Service, the Federal Reserve, um, your state statutes. Who knows? And this this is the problem. You're also potentially dealing with very very confiscatory policies and laws with regards to confiscation the individual you know what as this gets deeper and deeper this whole economic reset this the 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 death of the united states as the world um 
reserve currency status, whatever it is. Countries tend to cannibalize themselves. So in other words, they begin to tax crazily their own citizens. Governments. So this this is just beginning. And I know for a fact that those those who are dealing with an individual, individual accounts, individual savings accounts, individual um, retirement accounts, these individual, man, look, this stuff is not the place, it's not going to be the place to be when this is all done, when this is, when this is all finished. It's not to be, it's not to be on the public individual side is what I'm telling you. That's not the place to be. They're locking it down to where once we transition into this new system that most people or maybe even all everyone that is can still in the system will no longer have a way to get out. And I mean, you know, maybe some people can't fathom that. But I can. And I think, you know, this move, this this is a coordinated Worldwide move When it comes to This monetary system reset What's really going on In my opinion is You know this Asian infrastructure And investment bank This rival to the world bank Really spooked them And You know to many it's obvious that the world economic center of power and gravity is moving eastward it's moving to the east you know it's, it's leaving western hands and western power united states it's it's leaving you know england the uk it's leaving western powers and moving to the east moving moving to china moving to iran moving to russia you know moving to these eastern countries you just look at the numbers look at look at the charts look at the numbers you can see what's going on you can absolutely see it. And there's nothing, like I said, there's nothing you can do about it. There's absolutely, there's absolutely nothing you can do about it. You can't stop it. What you can do is protect your position and protect your family's position. You can get in a position of protection. I'm telling you, once these digital wallets drop, it's a wrap. And what I think they're going to do, and I could be wrong, I think the next stimulus is going to go through these digital wallets, these FedCoin wallets. That's the only way they're going to get everybody to bite, is if they push all the stimulus through the Fed wallets. They say, oh, they got our, they got our election stuff, the, the Iranians, the, the Russians, they hacked us. They got all our election stuff. The Feds is telling you, you know, it's not safe. We're not sending checks anymore. We're not doing direct deposits because the hacks, it's not safe. We're going to put it in your, your digital Fed coin wallet. That's where you're going to get your stimulus checks. And you know what? We, we decided we're going we're gonna to pilot a program where you get a stimulus check every two weeks, but it only goes into your Fed coin wallet. Watch the move. I could be wrong. I could be absolutely wrong. I hope I am. But we got the World Economic Forum. We got the the United Nations, and now we got the International Monetary Fund calling for a monetary reset. 
a worldwide monetary reset. It's happening right now. I saw breaking news. You know, the FBI just released that Iran and Russia is hacking the election. You don't think they're going to say, oh, they hacked our banks? The only banks that are secure is the Fed bank with the Fed coin and the Fed wallet. And a lot of people, you know, I got emails. I got emails from the last show. You know, people talking about the Fed wallet. I got emails. You know, people like, well, you know, if we got a trust. What's the implications of the of the of the Fed coin? With the trust, I'm like, you just get the Fed, you get the Fed wallet in the name of the trust, not the individual. The trust is governed by the trust indenture, the private contract. The individual is governed by state and federal statutes. So regardless, there's still going to be, you know, overall some sort of rule of law. But you got to be in the correct position. You got to be in the correct position. You got to put your family in the correct position to take advantage. You don't under, y'all, a lot of y'all don't understand what we're going through right now, what we're living through. And it's an amazing moment in time. They're going to write books about this period from the pandemic to how they reset the monetary system on a worldwide scale, um, how we were, we were hitting wildfires. Everything was going crazy. And this, this is the, the, the pinnacle moment in history. In the history of humanity or whatever. There's a lot of things going on right now. Very, very historic time. But don't get lost in the sauce and caught up. Because ultimately, this has always been what it's about. When I came to High Frequency Radio Network, my main mission has always been the same. Teach you how to do business in a different name. Whether it's an LLC, a business trust, a family trust, an asset trust, a private family foundation. That's been my entire mission with SOL, the foundation, period. Because I knew, I knew, I've been all over the world. I met a lot of great people, a lot of smart people. I also met people that that I respected and trusted. And they taught me how to see things. And then when I saw what was coming, my mentor looked at me and pretty much it was like, okay, so what you going to do? And I made it my mission, like part of my life's mission to educate y'all with regards to private estates and private structures so you can have some sort of leverage, some sort of, 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 of cover, some sort of, 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 leeway or something some sort of real specific standing some sort of real standing against what's coming because it's coming it's coming fast and it's coming in hot every day I sit down and look at the news I see it you know I saw and you know my man my man told me how to read the news he said they be they be talking to each other countries talk back and forth to each other they had a they had a, a a little thumbnail. European stocks closed lower on failed talks of U.S. stimulus 
And then they got a picture of Nancy Pelosi smiling all from ear to ear, talking about European stocks going lower. Come on, man. Come on, man. There's taunting going on at high levels. There's craziness going on at high levels. And, you know, the, the overall point is to take care of yourself so that you can take care of your family. And, you know, this stuff ain't going, going anywhere. Uncontrollable growth in debts and in central banks' balance sheets. For all these issues, central banks have only been buying time since the start of the credit crisis in 2007. But given how sensitive this issue is, nothing can be said in public. Any official comments about a new Plan B will crash financial markets, which is Plan A, immediately. Central planners know the only way to plan a reset is to do it in total secrecy. Total secrecy. Go to sleep, wake up, boom. Wake up one Monday morning. Nope, we're not opening new trust accounts. Sorry. Sorry. This is the new system. We aren't opening new trust accounts at the time. Sorry. Off you go then. Off you go. They shut down everything. They shut down the Secretary of State. You trying to get an authentication or something, man? Yo, they shut down. And look, these fools want to do a reset, talking about all the problems that happened with the pandemic, but they ordered the shutdown. Now, a lot of people be like, well, they ordered the shutdown because, you know, health, health reasons. Cool, cool. Well, why don't they say that? Why don't they say, hey, we having all these problems because we ordered the shutdown? No, we having all these problems economic because of the pandemic and blah, 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 blah. Nah, man, you shut everything down. I, 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 don't, I can't think of any time in history where the world economic activity, all of it, all across the world was pretty much came to a standstill other than 2020. It's, a, it's an amazing time A lot of people are freaking out A lot of people are losing it A lot of people lost it Lost their wife, lost their husband, lost their family Lost their they, they savings Lost their job, lost man look This is the times right now Is that an excuse to lose your mind? No Is that an excuse to go crazy on people? No Is that an excuse to Slack in your plans? Slack with regards to your responsibilities. I can't tell y'all enough. I got people calling me all the time. Yo, man, I love the show. I love the show. Good. What'd you do? Huh? What'd you do? What do you mean? When you you, you love the show, right? Yeah. What'd you love about the show? Well, you know, you were talking about you know trust now. Okay, so what'd you do? Huh? What'd you do? Oh, you know, I'm you know I'm, I'm working. I'm I'm trying to. I'm I'm trying. I'm trying. Try. I'm a try. The word try is one of the weakest words that you can use as a grown adult. You either do it or you don't. You don't tell a grown ass man, I'm a try. I'm a try. I'm trying to. I just be like, all right, yeah, cool, man, cool. I ain't got time. 
I got time for everything. I do have time just for I don't know how much longer to educate with regards to the real. I have my daughter look up in the law dictionary the word teacher and the word um, educate, educator. And the difference between being taught and being educated. And she looked at me with a confused face. You know, they, you know, they, they scrunch their eyebrow, they furrow their brow. You know how children are when they're confused and stuff. She was like, "Huh?" I was like, "How?" how so, having re- read that, baby, how do you, how do you get a proper education when you're being taught? She was like, "You don't, Dad." Exactly. I have enough time to educate y'all with regards to the fact that this thing is about to go pop like the weasel, fam. There's going to be people yelling and screaming and lamenting. It's like, yo, get off the beach, get off the beach. No, man, look, look, you can see stuff you could never see before. The tide went all the way out. Yeah, man, get off the beach, man. When the tide goes out that far, that means there's probably a tsunami coming. You don't know nothing, man. Come on, man. Get off the beach. Don't tell me what to do, man. Man, we are family. Get off the beach. I love you. I don't want to nap at you. No, man. Don't tell me nothing, man. I got time. I'll try to get off the beach later. You ever heard of survivor's guilt? You ever heard of the term survivor's guilt? You should look into it. You should look it up. You should look it up. You should definitely look it up. 100%. Because survivor's guilt is real. I'm trying to tell y'all, fam. I'm trying to tell y'all, fam. I'm trying to tell y'all, fam. I'm trying to drill it into your head. Trust, trust, trust. Drill it into your head. They're about to flip the system. Drill it into your head. What real assets are drilling into your head? Uh, fiat currency is worthless. Drilling into your head. F a job. Drilling into your head. Set up a family business for multi generational wealth. Drilling into your head. F benefits. Drilling into your head. Set up a proper life insurance policies with health riders. Proper health riders and the proper terminal illness riders in the policy and then run and get the cheapest health health insurance you can find and have the estate expense it fool fool they about to pop this thing off like like how we was chilling we used to pop off the you know the little dandelion heads you know what I'm saying they about to yo they about to mm-hmm I'm telling you. I'm telling you, like Sister Yvette be telling you. Look, all I can say is admin at welcome to the foundation.com. Uh trustee training is in effect straight up. If you're an email list subscriber, which you should be, for email list subscribers only, we got some things popping off for you and only you. So if you have not already, go to www.welcometothefoundation.com and sign up for the email list. There's emails that get sent out only to email subscribers. There's things I don't even say on the show, but they're said to the email subscribers. Those of you who are subscribed to the email list, you might open your phone, 
Open up your computer, see an email. You ain't heard nothing. You ain't heard a show. You ain't nothing. Oh, look what he said. Oh. 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 But this stuff isn't a joke, you know. This is the, you know, and these these shows are being archived. They they're on podcast. They look. You can't say I didn't say anything. You can you can you'll never be able to say that Soap didn't tell you. But this reset is popping. It's going down. What are the implications? I am not completely sure. I will be honest. I'm not sure. I know that they are. Very, very immense implications that these implications, if not prepped and ready for, will harm me and they will harm you. Because the old system is going away. The new system is coming in. You got to pay attention. You have to pay attention. Otherwise, you're going to lose your your footing. And that's not what's up. So I don't know. So I take some calls. I'm, I'm pretty much I'm pretty much wrapped up. I'm a little tired and stuff. I got into prepping for the show and was like, "Wow, new all new Bretton Woods moment, fam." Most people, some of y'all be like, "Man, what is this dude talking about?" Man, y'all need to look into it. The COVID nineteen crisis is inflicting the most pain on those who are already most vulnerable. This calamity could lead to a significant rise in income inequality. And it could jeopardize developing development gains from educational attainment to poverty reduction. New estimates suggest that up to 100 million people worldwide could be pushed into extreme poverty, erasing all gains made in poverty reduction in the past three years. That is why policymakers must do everything in their power to promote a more inclusive recovery, one that benefits all segments of society. Our new research prepared jointly with the World Bank for the G20. What you mean? You, so you act like it pre- prepared jointly with the World Bank. The Bretton Woods Agreement created the World Bank and the International Monetary Fund at the same time. That's like two brothers working together or two sisters working together. And be like, oh, yeah, yeah. It's, I prepared this in conjunction with my sister. It's, it's, it's all good. More equitable access to opportunities is associated with stronger and more sustainable growth and to higher income gains for the poor. But unlocking the full potential of all individuals is not an easy task. A policy response like no under. The good news is that governments around the world have deployed extraordinary policy measures to save lives and protect. Man, I just lost my spot, man. I got it. And protect the poor. With many countries stepping up food aid and targeted cash transfers globally, fiscal actions so far amount to about $10 trillion. But given the severity of the crisis, significant further efforts are essential. This includes taking the measures needed to avoid a scarring of the economy, including from job, I'm sorry, job, job losses and higher inequality. It is clear that increasing access to opportunities is more crucial and critical now than ever before. And if we are to avoid persistent increases in equality, we must act. Nizza, nizzow. Nizzow. Substantial fiscal stimulus will have to be deployed, harness the power of financial technology, blah, 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 international monetary funds. <laughs> um... 
yeah. I mean, if yo, it, you might be, you know, you might be, you might be tapped by by your ancestors or something. You might be good. You might not need to do anything. You may not need to do anything. You might not need to set up your estate. You might need, need just need to chill. You know what I'm saying? Go to McDonald's, grab another number six, and the sweet and sour sauce. And I'm just playing. I don't know what the number six is. <clears throat> and just wait because everything's gonna be all good for you. For me though, for me, I can't trust in that. Um, you know, I, I have a family that depend on me. You know, I, I have I have women that, that love me. I just I need to take care of my dance. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> they about to reset the economy, man. The world economy. I don't know what else to say, man. We got about 90 seconds left in the broadcast. If you are not a caller, a live caller, you would want to be, I guess, unless you want to get cut off. The caller number is 563-999-3625. Once again, 563 563- Nine 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 three six two five. As always, you don't call in and get cut off. You gotta check out the archives. You gotta trust Blog Talk to, you know, process the show properly. Get everything. But you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. What y'all think? What y'all think? Is this one of them whoosh things? Is this one of them whoosh dances? Like what? What does this dude talk about? I got to listen to the show over and over again to understand what he was talking about. I hope not. I hope you understood what I'm saying. I've been, I've been kicking this stuff towards y'all for a while now. You know, I mean, I mean, I've been kicking it to y'all to where, at the very least, you can go in certain circles, and you know, know what you're talking about, know know what you're hearing, you know, and be able to at least carry a conversation. You know, that's that's the whole point. Ultimately, I mean, beyond, you know, you, you're doing all your dancing. Right? But. It is, it is, uh, you know, one of those things when it comes to, you know. When it comes to. This, 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 this reset. This, this. I know, and it's like, man, you can't, you can't. It's hard to fathom. It's, it's hard to appreciate. It is hard. It is almost impossible to visualize something that you've never seen before. It's, it's almost impossible. To predict. Or empathize with an experience that you've never had. But please, I don't care how long you've been alive. I don't care what you've seen. I don't care what sector you work in. I don't care who your mom and who your dad is. This stuff is about to happen. This stuff is happening. And the the implications with regards to what's about to happen are far-reaching and very, very significant. I'm not trying to scare anybody. I'm just trying to put you on the game. I'm not into the fear stuff. I'm into the do the dance stuff. And I pancake toes for years. Putting y'all in the game that others be trying to charge money for. Well, I think it should be distributed freely, and that's why I do it. My agenda is to get your estate established. 
That's my agenda. Get your bank accounts open for your for your business trust, for your family trust. Get your education right so you understand and know how to not only properly administer your private estate, but also how to substantiate the private position and contract protections if ever challenged. Because anything that you own can be taxed or litigated to you. It can be taxed to you or litigated away from you. So for multi-generational wealth as well as current tax benefits potentially you know I'm not giving legal advice I you know I can't I can't I ain't, I ain't promising nothing but ultimately you know I, I've never met anyone or you know met anyone that didn't have any you know positive exceptional positive results with the restructuring of their private estate and the proper administration thereof but this reset's coming so you're either going to have all your stuff all your assets titled in your name quote all capital individual name and individual accounts and stuff or you're going to have diversified and set up your private estate and put yourself and your family in a winning position. I mean, there's, there's accounts that exist that you have never heard of that you can only set up with a trust, a foundation, or a public charity. You don't know what you don't know. And my job is to inform you of some of the things that you don't know so that you do know, so that you can never say that so didn't tell you. But with that being said, I think I'm on body here. I'm, you know, it's not. It's, there's nothing against the callers. Uh, you know, it's, it's nothing against any of the listeners or anything. It's just lately I've been just looking to inform y'all, put y'all in the game, and then just be out. Y'all want to holler at me? You can email me admin at welcome to the foundation dot com. You can set up a consultation. You can get in trustee training. But other than that, it's, it's it's really, you know, it's crunch time as far as I'm concerned, especially with this. This was just this month. This is October. And luckily, this is something that I, that I didn't uh, miss. I caught this. I'm like I'm like a week late, six days late. It just dropped last week, and I'm bringing it to you. So I, I suggest, I highly suggest that you research and you look into what I was talking about. You go to the International Monetary Fund website. You check out a couple articles and different opinions with regards to, you know, what the implications of what's going on is, you know, from the International Monetary Fund to the United Nations to the World Bank, the World Economic Forum, they're all saying the same thing and flashing the same indicators. It's just for those who are aware and understand what it means and understand what's happening, are able to make changes and make, you know, uh, Diversifications and, and different uh, Moves To preserve their position And sometimes you know perpetuate and, and grow their position So you know I trust that you You were able to gain uh, You know wisdom Some knowledge some information Some clarity whatever it is From this show you know, the Great Reset, International Monetary Fund is called for an economic reset. It's 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 here. It's popping. It's coming. It came way faster than I thought it would. But then again, you know, once the pandemic hit, I was like, wow. I knew there was going to be a Black Swan event with regards to the markets and stuff. But, you know, as with Black Swan events, no one ever really knows what that event's going to be. So as is such. But, you know, who knows? I trust you'll be straight. 
And, you know, if you haven't already, email me, admin at welcometothefoundation.com. Sign up for the email list at welcometothefoundation.com. Jump in some trusty training. Quit playing with yourself and your generations. Admin at welcometothefoundation.com. And, you know, pay attention. Pay attention to the world around you. Pay attention to what's going on. And pay attention, you know, to those things that may need your attention. Not everything's about what you think it's about. Not everything's about what you want it to be about. And just the things that you like have an effect on your life. As well as the thing that you the things that you dislike also have a, an effect on your life. So and you may dislike certain things, certain responsibilities, having to do certain works, having to um, invest certain time or spend certain time on things that your social circle aren't even aware of, such as trust estates. <laughs> like, what? Food, pass me that beer. I ain't trying to hear what you're talking about, man. I'm over here trying to play pool. Over here talking about trust estates. Man. Oh, lawyer face. You get very few daps, high fives, and good jobs when you're investing in your private education. You get you got very few people who are even interested in doing it. So therefore, you, you, it's not you know trust administration and you know hey I just set up my 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 business trust account yesterday. It's not really water cooler talk at the job, man. There's no real social benefits. Public social benefits to setting up your private estate unless your social circle is a bunch of private individuals. More than likely, those types of people would be like, man, it's about time, you're late, or something like that, versus congratulations, good job. So you receive... And I understand this, but I want you to understand this. You receive, probably in your life, zero social incentive to invest in your private education, to do anything more than you already do. Does that mean that you shouldn't do it because you can't talk about it and get high fives for it and good jobs and cookies and medals? Because it's too hard Because you have to study Because you have to read I'm not very good in that reading Well I am How'd you get good at reading I kept reading I read a lot I read everything I, You know I read the back of the toilet I mean I, you know When I sit on the toilet I was reading the back of shampoo bottles And stuff You know what I'm saying I, I read everything That's how I got good at reading You didn't get good at reading Because you, you felt like You weren't very good at reading So you didn't read You avoided reading the things that you don't like can affect you, just as the things that you do like can affect you. But it is what it is, and you know everyone has their own thing. And you know, hey, to each their own. You know, I'm not going to have to answer for what you did or didn't do. All I have to do is answer for what I did or did not do. But I did, and have so far been. Putting on the show pretty much every single Wednesday Trying to teach y'all how to do this dance And how important it is And making it relatively Accessible As accessible as I can I got people calling me on the daily 
that are in trustee training. Trustee's got my personal mobile phone number. Not no Google Voice, no fake, fake number. No, it's my my for real mobile number, man. Like straight up the real number. As accessible as I possibly can. But you know, this International Monetary Fund, this World Economic Forum, this this uh, United Nations, World Bank, uh, Federal Reserve, none of this stuff is going anywhere. And it's it's. If it's good for them, it's bad for you. And what's good for us is bad for the banks. It's bad for the powers that be, bad for, you know, you know what I'm talking about. Y'all know what I'm talking about. But I appreciate y'all. I love y'all. I'm sorry. No callers tonight. I see y'all. I see you. I love you. No callers tonight. Send me a hey email. I'll send you some love back. But I appreciate y'all. I trust that y'all were able to glean some sort of information from from this show. You know, this is an important topic. I, I hope you know a bunch of people listening to it in the archives. It, this is big, and, and and it requires you know personal investigation so that you understand what you know what's going on. And you can describe it in your own words. But I'm ringing the alarm. The International Monetary Fund is calling for an economic reset. Set up in a different system. Bretton Woods event? Come on, man. You ain't got to tell me. I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. Y'all have a great week. Enjoy yourself. Admin at WelcomeToTheFoundation.com. Passport No Social, Part 1, Part 2, Foundation Trust Series, Foundation Trust Primer. We got the new Foundation Trust Series, Part 3, popping. Trustee training. Start your own business. Set it up the right way. Admin at WelcomeToTheFoundation.com. Y'all enjoy yourself. Take care of yourself. Make sure you say 10 things that you're thankful for before you go to sleep tonight. And I'll catch you here next week on the hottest radio network on the planet. High Frequency Radio Network. Enjoy yourself. Love yourself. Peace to the gods. Doing this thing all the way live. High Frequency Radio.